episode of Batshit Internet Radio. Hey, welcome to the Warm Beer Podcast, a podcast that's pretty much a podcast, but at the same time, is totally not a podcast. You're listening to episode five, and this is going to be a special episode. You probably noticed since this one runs longer than ten minutes, but don't worry, they're not going to start getting longer and longer. This is just a special episode, and they'll be happening occasionally. Not often, occasionally, maybe rarely, definitely not periodically, also not sporadically, mostly infrequent, but it's 100% not happening at all. In fact, this episode does not exist. As I've said two times already, this this episode is special. I've got three friends in the studio with me today, and we'll be reading bot scripts from an online program called Botnik. For a little back reference, Botnik is a predictive text-based program that helps you write shit. Yeah, you may have seen memes online that says, I made a bot, watched a thousand hours of some TV show or movie, and then made it write a script of its own, and this is what it came up with. But that's not entirely how it works. An AI bot doesn't actually write the scripts, a person does, but they use a service called Botnik. Definitely go check them out, they're funny as hell, and worth checking out. Without any more garbling by me, let's get right into it. Ladies and gentlemen, live in the studio, we have Paul Williams, Adam, the vertically challenged, Kunit. And to my <laughs> left, as always, we have Johnny Apple McIntosh, ranked number 37 in Canada for baseball and the prospects. Thank you for listening, and we are going to do this. Now, bitches! <laughs> we actually haven't read these yet. Yes, we have not read these, so we could save the funny factors for during the recordings. <laughs> and it's going to be great. We have four stories we're going to be reading through. Two of them, the ending ones, are going to be full-length, four-page episode rewrites of the show's Mar- Mary Kondo, which we've never heard of, and The X-Files. And we're going to start with Monday Night Raw. I mean, I don't Is it Monday Night Raw? It's Monday Night Raw. It's Monday Night Raw. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the greatest sport in all of Canada and North America. (laughs) Monday Night Raw! (laughs) Okay, so we're going to start. We're going to go in a circle. There's four of us here. This is a square. (gasps) That's correct. (laughs) (laughs) Point to point, coming live. We're going to start with... Who wants to start the okay, first sentence? Tonight's show comes from the American Sleep Center in Tap Out, Massachusetts. Michael Cole welcomes us on commentary. Out comes Baron Corbin to the ring. He says, you suck. Finn Balor appears with his new t-shirt. They trade words while Elias is trying to sing. Corey Graves mentions how good this will be. Shasha Banks is backstage with Bailey. She asks, what they can do tonight. Stephanie McCohen announces herself to the main event. (laughs) We go to commercial for discount insurance against hair loss caused by dropping your pizza. Uh, (laughs) Hair loss? I dropped too many pizzas. (laughs) Back to the ring! Then Elias has been arrested. (laughs) Fowler taunts Corbin and they both look around. Hey, young ass, what just happened? Seth Rollins is out next with Drew McIntyre. Dean Ambrose is backstage and he says he's not happy. He leaves. <laughs> Back to the ring and the match is underway. Rollins fights. Drew starts talking. Trash. Bitch! <laughs> the fans chant. 
We want Ziggler. We want Ziggler we now. Want Ziggler. The referee looks sexually confused. <laughs> <laughs> Baron Corbin enters the ring and nails Seth Rollins, and then Finn Balor appears and hits True McIntyre. We go to commercial about how vaping teens with Skittles pox have little lungs because they deserve big network. Back from the break, and now it's a tag team match! Four on four! Chaos Madness! Oh, grab your baby lube! Here comes Drew McIntyre as he pins Fan Mailor! Baron Corbin laughs and says he will win everything. Where are we? <laughs> Where are we? Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey Ronda comes Rousey. out of the ring. The Bellas are backstage watching, and they both look down. Ronda talks about how she cares. Nia Jax attacks from behind. They tangle until we cut to a commercial for USA's new reality show, Chrisley's Ninja Country Page. Back from the break, <laughs> and Nikki James is in the ring with security guards. <laughs> we go backstage watching as Alex Bliss runs down the ramp and into the ring. Ember Poon also goes straight <laughs> on someone. Ruby Riot is on commentary with Natalia. I hope they don't hurt each other. They stare each other down. We cut to a video package showing highlights from earlier tonight. Corey Graves mentions Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar is Fort not Blazer. there. He's nowhere to be found because he's getting tested for steroids. Positive. Please. Well, that's all we got today for Monday Night Raw. That was pretty epic, if I do say so myself. Yeah, so we hope you enjoyed that. Coming up next, we have our new segment. We're going to be reading puppy training tips. That's right, some tips for puppy training. Because if you have a new dog, you might want to take care of it. All right, coming up first. Your puppy needs to accept that you're the reward itself and get a positive attitude. If he's eating your family members, you can distract him with a new name or human children from a shelter. Start bark. <laughs> my apologies stop barking problems with a few seconds of repeating this simple command you are a suspicious stranger in a great canal oh canine, canine. <laughs> my apologies he will respond to you with pleasant barking that you will love okay you should never attempt to lick your puppies eyes or he might also attempt to lick his own <laughs> dogs live in the moment give him a few behaviors to behave now <laughs> Create your own body to teach your pet about voting. Praise him for preventing <laughs> body language. Wagging should indicate his tail is producing something interesting like a long person or bad possessions. <laughs> Exorcisms. Uh, get him into Pleasant Kindergarten when he's a puppy or he will quickly learn your own education is a mistake. Teething is a sign of an abusive dog. When he does that, you should seek advice from a strong person whose commands will scare him into the habit of friendliness. If your puppy freezes more than 45 degrees, you can help him with arms or therapy. <laughs> wow. House training is confusing to teach. You can improve nothing. In fact, the puppy isn't a great thing to get at all. Wow. Beautiful. Wow. Okay. Well, that's it for puppy training tips. That is right. Puppy training tips out the window. Coming up next, we have a full-blown episode script from a show called Mary Kondo. None of us have heard this show before, but apparently that's what this is. So we got four characters for this one. We have a woman, <laughs> a man, Mary Kondo, and the narrator. I think I'll be the narrator because I have a different microphone. I think Adam should be the woman because he totally has a high-pitched, girly voice. Hey, balls yes, are sir. still dropping, okay? 
Oh, Jesus Christ. There's a time Adam for everybody. Adam is 24 years old and he has not hit puberty yet. Sometimes you don't hit it till you're 40, okay? Till you're 40? I thought it was 18. My mom lied to me. <laughs> <laughs> so then, who wants to be the man? I will gladly be the man. Oh, okay. wow. He's the only one with... Actually, no. That I'm leaves, the only one without a beard here. That leaves John... <laughs> To be Mary Kondo. I'll be Mary Kondo. So you're Mary Kondo. Okay, so I'll be the narrator. So I will start us off. Interior dining room, day. Woman and man are at the kitchen table. We've been married for a decade, and in that time conquered most of Turkey. So yeah, you could say we've got a lot of stuff. I don't want to be living a life of tangled up hair. Neckties. <laughs> I don't wash clothes. He doesn't wash clothes either. The dog? Maybe. I don't usually look at the dog. Mary Kondo arrives. Gosh, this place looks like God is on vacation. <laughs> Cut to interior home office day. I keep my collections of joy and coziness in here, under the printer area. That's where I come to sit and eat my dad's salad. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. If you want to keep more than 25 magazines, any extras must be used as bathroom paper. I'm just a little nervous that we've put my mom in the same drawer we used to store the towels. <laughs> oh my god. This whole closet is just crap. Crap, crap, crap. Wait, a decent top. This is mine now. <laughs> Interior, living room, day. You have so many tennis balls. This makes this house seem like a laundry room. Honestly, the last time I helped with laundry was, was when Wendy had both her hands fall off into a dresser drawer. To keep track of your hands, you can put leashes on each one. Wait. <laughs> you can put leashes on each one. Cut to interior boardroom. This Dead. is our boardroom. It's where we go to have family trouble about whether to throw away Christmas. This cabinet, it's four DVDs, old plastic circles that get their house within your house. This is the medical closet. Salt, wires, knives, everyday emergency stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. We don't need all this exploding candy, okay? This is trash. Cut to- It's trash! <laughs> it's fucking trash! <laughs> it's literally fucking trash! Oh, fuck. Is Mary Kondo supposed to be a woman? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Interior clothes room, day. We call this shirts mountain. Something terrible happened here. So we've been hiding it with shirts. Have you ever seen <laughs> such a big pile of memories? Each shirt is another reminder of time when I bought a bit of stuff. <laughs> I suggest you close your eyes while I empty out the clothes back for it. I suggest you close your eyes while I empty out your house into mine. Piece. <laughs> Cut to interior bathroom. We don't ever emotionally open up to the bathroom. It's just not easy as the kitchen is. Cut to interior time room. Over here is the time room, where it is about to be last week for a while. We don't really use it as much as I want to. We've been looking for that extra veterinarian for years. He doesn't bring our animals joy. So we can go on the trash pile. <laughs> it's Oh, yeah. Cut to interior hallway. I see the door to the master bedroom is closed. Did you not agree to the contracts? Open it! Just because we have a big bedroom, Mary Kondo, doesn't mean that we have lots of awesome business in there. <laughs> Please, 
deeply into your mailbox and then thank the man who brings you letters by giving him your shirt. The man takes off his shirt and puts it into the mailbox. I want you to reflect on me and think about how my life should be your life, but with more boxes. (laughs) I feel like an empty shelf now. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) We are off to the Goodwill to donate our matching socks. Maybe a little man from Michigan can use these. Okay, we're finished tidying your house. I'd love to get rid of you last. Mary Kondo loads the couple into the back of a pickup truck. Tomorrow, the kids will still snack on our 1,000 sacrifices, but the kitchen will be will be balls to the walls. <laughs> to the walls, please. <laughs> I don't want to clean ever. How do I move on? I just have to go. Wow, this place is brighter. Just look at me. Just looking at me. What? She gets into the truck and they drive away together. Beautiful. That is it for... No, it's not. No, it's not. You were wrong. Hey, there's still the third act. Oh, wait. There's... My sh- my, my script has two page fours. Oh, it is. Well, that's it. <laughs> that's Mary Kondo, everybody. Apparently. Wow. wow that, that was, was great. A wow. Wow. You decided your woman's voice would kick in. Yeah, I'm like... I'm like uh, Mary Kondo's supposed to be a woman. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that was great. Okay, and we've got one more bot script to read. This one is The X-Files, The Door. We're going to have to assign people to each other again. Scully is a female, so I think well, yeah. Yeah. Adam would be Adam. Scully. Who what? wants to be Mulder? Mulder? Is Mulder a guy or He's Mulder's male. Mulder is the male partner for Scully. I can always Scully. make it sound like a woman again. <laughs> I'll be Mulder. You want to be Mulder? That would leave... I'll be the commentator again. That would leave... Bailey. Bailey. You can be Phone Man and Skinner because both of them together... They have to have different voices, though. Probably Who's Scully? Actually, you know what? I'm Scully. She's the chick. Okay. Um, Richard. Okay, how about... Oh, fuck. She's got a sexy voice. I gotta try and... Skinner... Skinner... Sex it up. Skinner has like two lines in this whole thing, and he, your phone man once, so I think we'll take turns being the narrator. Yep. Coming up, X Files. Interior X Files, Office Park, night. Open to Mulder in a white sheet, looking puzzled but still alive. He takes his arm over to where Scully is trying to be some kind of paper detective. Mulder sits on her shoulder as the camera focuses on her knees. <laughs> Mulder, look at this thing I got you. It's some kind of synthetic protein. Sure, it tastes like a bowling ball. <laughs> what the fuck? Mul- oh, you go, Bailey. Mulder takes the unit to his desk and starts throwing papers off to the building. I'm the X-Files right now, but you don't know what that means. Yeah, that's Mulder with a butterfly net trying to reach the truth. And you're Scully with an explanation for real life. Oh, God. You still don't get it, Mulder. I have evidence proving that this stuff is an alien virus that seems absolutely normal. (laughs) Not even a little fun. I just want an alien invasion to be honest for once. Mulder stares at Scully, who looks back at him for the night. In the morning, they both chuckle, and Scully changes into her sport doctor clothes with a little move called Scully Dance. (laughs) Meanwhile, Mulder is still in his emergency overcoat. The phone rings and a man says, Shh, this is the real X-Files and we see you. The door is unlocked. (laughs) (laughs) 
Cut to interior Skinner box. Morning. Mulder and Scully jump into the box to find Skinner standing over them, wearing a flowing robe and a bright white visor over his eyes. Mulder seductively removes a small black book from his ear and violently holds it out to the Skinner man. Sir, opening it with your hands, it's not going to kill you. We got a call from the X-Files. I don't know what it means, but I think it's an X-File. <laughs> Scully was there. It's not another Mulder trap. Skinner sighs and looks over it fashionably. <laughs> this report you choose to give me is hell in a zoo. Just like aliens, Mulder. And you know what they say about you? If you ever bring me the truth in a little round case, I will be so worried I could lose my ass off. Understood? <laughs> Mulder's various segments all begin to lock, and his face shows a video of ludicrous agony. He leans forward onto the desk and starts speaking in Doggett's voice. This thing. This case of the ex existence of extraterrestrial life after death or whatever. It's special to me, sir. I'm Foxfire Mulder, and I still need to find these four X-Files I lost between the truth and the door. <laughs> Mulder looks at the door. <laughs> if that call was the real deal, the the man we both call the X-Files, I'm gonna I'm going home with him for the bizarre sex that will dump all the answers into my pants. <laughs> Scully is the same way, I think. Scully gives Mulder a look of both viewing and bone shredding. I don't know what Agent Mulder is affected with, but I suggest God is not here right now. Just got to go with it. That's what I learned in my biology courses at the University of Life Experience. <laughs> Skinner pulls out another portion of his cigarette smoking man and tosses it out the window. He closes the curtains and walks around the office to lots of cheers. He winks at the scene. That will be all. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to exterior, a street. Daylight. A shot of feet shuffling down the street, almost walking. They stop at a door marked X-Files, the door. <laughs> Cut to Mulder as he takes out his gun with a very exciting speech. Scully is impressed. Mulder aims his cute gun at the lock and turns it to a small hole via... Bullets. <laughs> Scully looks away in disgust, then walks in with her eyes open and her mystery watch set to reluctant rummaging mode. The sound of breaking news is underneath her hockey shoes. Mulder, you have to see what I'm physically standing on with my own shoes. I believe there is a remarkable resemblance to the truth. I thought you said you didn't recognize the truth, Scully. Mulder appears with a magnifying glass, enlarging the tears in his eyes for the first time since his parents... Drenched him with something horrific. He briefly illuminates the camera crew with his flashlight and gazes down towards the... Whew, the desperation of a man sleeping in front of a bus. This is it. <laughs> no evidence, but I have a reputation as the one man in anal... Anal cis... Analysis. <laughs> Analysis heaven. You know that, Scully. You said it yourself. Scully picks up the truth with all her hand and lingers her eyes across its dark and stormy face. The truth is a doll with a big grin on her face and neck, wearing the most ridiculous seatbelt shirt and a bright white coat with lots of medical equipment attached. She beeps in a strange accent. To think, the truth was just down the street all this time. What are the chances? Well, that's it. Agent Mulder, we don't have to go out whenever you have a theory or a bad dream. You think it's monsters. 
No ghosts for Scully! Ghosts haunt you to listen to your phone's messages, Scully. You can't stop them. Scully takes her hand over close to Mulder and puts down, puts the truth doll into his back pocket. Hey, it's been a <laughs> lot of things. This being a partner time, but I want to ask you something. Why do you remember me, Fox Mulder? I'm not a real person, just a myth. Oh, Mulder. You never fail to say a couple weird words. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you, Agent Mulder. Because I'm a very good investigative agent. And I have a special power called Detective Attitude. I guess you get this thing then, Agent Scully. Mulder gives Scully an award on a piece of plastic which he takes out of his mouth. You have the heart of a UFO in your head. Suddenly, Skinner is standing there, ever so slightly touching Mulder with a poker. <laughs> he clears his throat uncomfortably, accompanied by a faint rustling sound, then stops showing his mouth at all. Well, considering the fact that we're all now classified as federal mistake, you have to go home and let me ruin my career without you. Fade to black and white! <laughs> and that is it. That's it for today, folks. Tune in next week for the next episode. And of next week. In ten episodes from now, we'll have maybe another one of these. I don't know yet. I can't read the future. Thanks for tuning into the Warm Beer Podcast. We are Paul William Sawchuck. We are Johnny Apple McIntosh. We are Adam Vertically Challenged Kraut Kunit and Bailey Lino Hands of Steel Fantanato. There it is. You've heard it from the man himself. Hello. The podcast is warm beer, where the beer is warm and the topics are even warmer. Beer, 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 beer. Beer. Bye.